To listen to our weekly exclusive episodes, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Subscribers receive two weekly full-length podcast episodes, regular dating advice columns, and one monthly dating advice Zoom session held on the last Tuesday of every month. To subscribe, go to datologycoach.substack.com. Happy listening, and fuck that guy. All right. Um, also horrifying, Sarah. Men? Men. Men. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Try, trying to do a segue. We're going to talk about um, a fear that a lot of women have. Okay. Okay. So a couple weeks ago, a TikTok went viral, and it's from a woman who's sitting in her car, and the the caption for it is, my reality is hitting me hard today. Okay. You know, it's crazy because I um, joke a lot about being single and, you know, I, um, I laugh it off. But I'm 46 years old. And while I'm getting ready for surgery and everything, it dawned on me. I'm sorry. It dawned on me that I'm 46 years old and I don't have a husband to take care of me. I don't have a husband to help me get ready. I'm 46 years old and I still need my mama to take care of me post-op. I still need my sister, which whether I had a husband or not, they would, they would be there. That's it. It just sucks. And I'm fucking tired. And I make jokes about the fucking buffoons that I have been encountering in, in dating. But in reality, this is, this is my reality. <laughs> this is my reality. This is my reality. And this, those stories are the shit that's available because all the good men have gotten married in their 20s and 30s because they're good men. <laughs> so I want to stop there mm. because there's a there's a lot to unpack here. There is, yeah. Um, and it, it's... You said that was viral? That I went viral. Yeah, okay. I haven't seen it either. I was surprised. Um. I'll, when my sister got sick, my oldest sister, uh, it wasn't her husband that took her in and out of the hospital for her chemo. It Thank was my you. father. It was my yeah. father. Mm-hmm. Right? Because uh, mm-hmm. he had to work. But also, uh, he, I, I don't know what the fuck that problem was. I don't know what it was. I don't know why. He, I, he never took her. And I don't know if it was just too hard for him. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But my, fa- my father 
I think even if he was going to be able to, I think my father still would have stepped in. And I think my sister would have preferred my father because my father had been through it. And my father, um, believe it or not, might have been more comforting. Right? Uh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Um, so this idea of when you get to a certain age, you know, I still need my mommy. Like that just, oh my God, that just broke my heart. You know, that she, not for anything, but that's what they're fucking for. That's what they're for. They're for yeah. us, no matter what age, to right. go to and, and say, you know, look, I'm 53 years old. And when I tell you that there are times where I'm like, I just want to see my daddy. Yeah. You know, still, I don't think that ever goes away. And I don't no. think that, no. I don't think that means you failed or that you're being weak i think we i think that's something ingrained inherent in us to want if you have a good relationship even when you don't have a good relationship with your parent i think you crave it mm -hmm. you know i i wish sure. i had this a kind of relationship that i don't have yeah you know so don't ever feel shame about you know being whatever age and oh i'm gonna need my mother or my sister you, they're probably going to be a hell of a lot more help. I was going to say, you know, being partnered up or coupled up or, or, or married or whatever, like it doesn't, it doesn't guarantee that you're going to have someone who's there for you. Doesn't meaning like either, like you were saying, maybe they won't take you to chemo. Mm -hmm. Maybe they will take you to chemo, but you'll, you'll see in their face that it's stressing them out to be mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe it's not at all good for you to have them there. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe they just won't, you know, be emotionally equipped to provide you any sort of comfort. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to make it super bleak here, but like everybody dies alone. <laughs> but that's the next point that I yeah. wanted to make. Yeah. Like, like, statistically. Yeah. You're going to die alone anyway. You got to do this stuff by yourself. Yeah. Like statistics. A lot of this health, serious health stuff, unfortunately. You know, I, I don't know what kind of surgery she was having. Maybe it was something routine and not a big deal. I hope that was the case. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I mean, that I can see how even something routine and not a big deal would be really triggering to begin having thoughts like this. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so I hope that she's okay. And I don't. I mean, it's well. I hope she's not listening because I'll. I, all we're telling her is like a partner wouldn't necessarily right provide what, you anything. What we're saying is that reality that you're seeing would be your reality regardless of whether or not you were in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Number one. Number two. This idea of like dying alone. Statistically, men die first anyway. Right. So you need to get comfortable with the idea of dying alone because you're, it's probably going to happen. Yeah. Right. But I, I mean, that's, that's really the, the tragedy that leapt out at me as we were mm -hmm. listening to that is just, is the, I don't, I mean, no, no hate to this creator, but the, the lack of creativity, right. To think mm -hmm. like, okay, I don't have a partner. And so what if, what if my family wasn't doing this? Well, what if we had infrastructure right. to fucking care for people? Mm -hmm. That way no one would have to die alone. Right. That's the answer. 
Right. <laughs> a civilization. Yeah. With healthcare mm-hmm. and, and actual care, right? right? Like people doing care work outside of your family. That's right. the answer. Yes. Agreed. And we're not, our, 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 our country at least, we're not equipped for that. Nope. Nope. Uh, we can cross our fingers, but th- there are other countries that have that. Yes? Yep. <laughs> um, yep. So, yeah. We've uniquely set up a system for Americans to feel lonely. Um, mm-hmm. That's another reason why I want to move to Ireland. And and poor, right? Because, like, the, cause, okay, so, so, you, so you want a care worker. Mm-hmm. Sky's the limit in terms of cost, you know? Yeah, yep, yep. Um, and that's not always, I told you my sister used to do that and she hated it. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's now address this idea that all the good ones are taken. Yes. Yeah. So the average age of our someone's first marriage, it used to be about 28, 29, but after the pandemic, apparently now it's like between 32 and 34, roughly about 34. Cause so okay. many people put off their weddings for two years. Yeah. That makes sense. So, okay. so early thirties, let's say. Mm-hmm. The average marriage lasts seven years. The oh, is that still the case? Yes, in the okay. U.S. Okay. Seven years. And you know what the number, well, there's there, the number one reason or the leading, one of the leading reasons why a marriage fails, lack of commitment. And well, so hold on. I mean, sure. <laughs> 70% of divorces are initiated by women. Yeah. So you know what all that tells me? <laughs> that you're not necessarily not alone just because you're in a relationship? Uh, um, that you're not necessarily not alone. It tells me that, but also it tells me all these good men you think are good, not so good. Yeah. Not so good. If we look at it from a, a, log- a logical, right, a, a statistical point of view, yeah, the, the, all the all the good ones are taken. Yeah, for seven years, <laughs> and then they're right back out there. And then you know, by like year five, if if they weren't assholes already, they probably are. Oh God, yeah. So yeah. if it, it, they're not that good, they're not that good. Just because they're married doesn't mean they're good. Right. right, and just because they're married doesn't mean they're providing any right. labor. Exactly, and yeah. why did they get married? Maybe they wanted kids and they wanted a human incubator. Maybe they got married because they're secretly in the closet. Maybe they got married because pressure from their family. Maybe because all their other friends. There are so many reasons why people get married that have nothing to do with love. Yeah, you know, true. but we romanticize it and we think, oh, all the good ones are taken. No, they're not. No, they're not. You know what you should do? Yeah. Wait outside City Hall. I bet you'll you'll constantly be meeting men who are getting their divorce papers. You know what I mean? I don't know if that does that does that make sense? Is that where well, they? I don't the know papers? if that's the best best time to meet men, but <laughs> obviously kidding. I wouldn't say yeah. Just stand there and just grab. Them. Although, 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 <laughs> men don't like to be alone. So. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you could do like a combination of of approaches here, and do like like start sending watcher letters to break up the marriage, and also to get into that house, or get a job as a process server Ooh. and serve me the divorce papers. There you go, mm. save time and make money. Yeah. But the, the point I'm trying to make is 
No, all the good ones aren't taken. Well, here's here's another thing, and I I want to be clear that I'm I, I'm fully serious about this, but mm-hmm. as long as same sex marriage is legal, mm-hmm. do it. Have an agreement with a platonic friend that you all are gonna live and die together. You don't need to die alone. You know, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. It's not at all! <laughs> it's so true. I think, what did, was it on TikTok? Get those I think fucking like, tax benefits, right? Get right. That, that end of life uh, benefit. I mean, mm-hmm. and like, just, yeah, as long as it's legal, which might only be another month or two, but like, Oh, Jesus, don't say that. You don't have to die alone. You don't. That's a really good idea. Jesus. I'm fully serious. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, and I don't think anybody listening is even thinking like, well, you're cheapening the sanctity of marriage because like, I, I, am, no, I, am I? Am I? Am I really? <laughs> No, we did that all, our, all on our own. Right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we ruined marriage. Right? We ruined marriage by getting caught up in the wedding industry and the idea and the, and the big day and spending all our money on that. And then you start off your relationship in serious debt. Yeah. Yeah. And so. my only point is, you know, since we don't have an infrastructure to provide care work to people that is mm-hmm. affordable, mm-hmm. we need to build communities and one way of doing that with the infrastructure that currently exists is to take advantage of the institutions mm-hmm. at our disposal. Mm-hmm. So marry your best friend, Godspeed. Yeah, I Take like care that. Of each other. I think we should start a movement. Mm-hmm. Hashtag, what do we call it? I don't know. <laughs> Mar- uh, marry your best friend. I, don't know. I feel friend. like that, that hashtag has already been co-opted by like Christian mommy bloggers, right? Oh, great. Uh, well, we'll think about we'll think about that. Uh, Sarah, would you do us all the honor of spinning that I wheel? Would. I would spin the wheel. <laughs> all right, here we go. My question concerns dating profiles that require your age to post. I am fifty five. Feel like I look forty five, and have others tell me they think I even look thirty five. No one believes I'm fifty five. Even the pharmacist was shocked when I got my booster shot. After a long pandemic hiatus, I'm ready to get back into the dating pool, but waffling on how to present myself and whether to be honest about my age. My last experience at age 52 resulted solely in 20-something boys looking to service a cougar or men who were literally old enough to be my father and nothing in between. Ideally, I would like to date a man between the ages of 45 and 55. My girlfriends urge me to put my profile age at 45. Men will be none the wiser. But I'm a little uneasy with having to maintain a lie. And the concern is that if the lie is exposed, then I'll be rejected for lying or for ageism. So any thoughts or advice on how a fit, attractive, educated, and financially independent 55-year-old woman can find an age-appropriate partner? 